This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Matapelo, welcome to Power 98.7. Good evening. Thank you so much. And how are you? Do you want to say hello to, Tan- to Tandeka and then she just greets you as well? Yes, is she on the bring, line? Bring Tandeka on oh, the I'd line. I'd love that. Good evening, everyone. Uh, good evening, Denzel. Good evening, uh, Matapelo and the listeners. Good. Sure. So, so let's have a conversation about beauty, beauty in the industry, firstly. Does one have to you know, qualify and be beautiful in the industry or, you know, because, because it looks, it looks, it, it, it absolutely looks like it's a criteria at the moment. I feel, I feel so out, you know, I feel like, and, and being male, I feel even worse. I really do feel worse. So let, let's start here with Matapella. Um, young and in the industry. And of course, there's so many hurdles, so many hurdles that you need to that you need to just jump up and and deal with and one of those hurdles is men so let's let's not ignore that particular aspect as well let's talk about all the hurdles that you need to get to where you are um i think one of the things that people always confuse about the industry is mm. that maybe like we allow men to like dim our candle or you know we're sort of in the background no mm. um i feel like in the age that we're in, yeah. um, we're, we're liberated. Not just, um, what do you call it, race-wise or culture-wise, but even in terms of the workspace, I don't even think gender should even be a thing, you know. Mm. And as a woman... But it is a thing. It, it is. is a thing. It is, definitely. Right. But um, as, as somebody coming into the industry, that's, that's what I'm trying to do, is to make people, or well, to make our fellow people in the industry understand that that's not, we're in a different space. In mm. a different time, and we, it's al- we are allowed to be heard, you know. Mm. And I mean, we need to be heard. Sure, Tandeka, let me let me talk to you about being heard and and men being the hurdle. And 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 I and I first, you know, I want to get to the to the other aspects of this first. But but the conversation about getting to where you are right now makes yeah. it a difficult journey. So you can't ignore that particular aspect because, in as much as I can talk about, you know your journey and 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 Tandeka's journey and Matapelo's journey I have to talk about those hurdles that you overcome as first because the other hurdle that you then will find is that do people then take you seriously you know around that particular table in the boardroom so let's let's start with how you how you first have to deal with the inherent hurdles and then whether the industry is taking women at, seriously at the moment um, good evening, Denzel. Sure. You know, uh, it, it, you know, your question is very pertinent um, mm. because the the truth of the matter is that you know that we have a lot of patriarchal challenges mm. uh, within the industry. Um, you know, uh, for a woman to actually achieve, you know, a certain milestone mm. um, uh, within within the sector, you know, it it, ta- it takes ten times more much harder harder work for Mm, us to mm. be able to achieve certain milestones. Um, Hence, you know, when I came into the industry, I experienced a lot of those hurdles. And, you know, I just told myself that, you know, one day, you know, when I make it, not if I make it, Mm. when I make it, Mm. I want to make sure that I structure my company in a way that it will include uh, females and Mm. make sure that, you know, 
uh, we deal with all of these uh, difficulties uh, of the industry. Mm. And, you know, the only way to overcome such uh, issues is not to also uh, uh, um, let the men, you know, step away. Mm. We need to also galvanize them to say, hey, we are here. Can you hear us? Can you see us? Can you work with us? Mm. We are capable and, um, you know, we are uh, competent and um, we cannot be put aside simply because of our gender. Mm. Um, so it's up to us as women to actually fight for our space within the industry. And if we don't do that and bring our fellow sisters with us, mm. then we are going to see this uh, um, issue that has been, you know, we, that we've inherited for all of these uh, decades uh, carrying on. So it's up to us to stand up and say enough is enough. And um, can we be seen? Can we be heard? Mm. And can we be taken seriously as females within the sector? Sure. And not only because we are females, but uh, uh, because we are very capable and we we are uh, qualified to to carry out the work. Sure. Let's talk about that organisational culture that you that you need to deal with. So, firstly, you get into the industry. Then, once you're there. Uh, male-dominated as it is, do, do men then take you seriously once you're at the table? Do, do they see your voice as an equal voice at that particular table? Or the other question is, do you have to go and then begin to do it yourself, do it for yourself without all of those particular hurdles? There's two options to that. You could just do it yourself and say, you know what, um, I'm, I'm going to bypass all of this and I'm going to just start my own thing. Or you're going to have to take up that seat at the table and then be looked at a little differently maybe sometimes. Um, I think the first thing I'll say is that like there's enough space for everyone at the table. Sure. That's the first thing. It's just that obviously, like Mam Tandega said, as a woman... Biasness is something we can't run away from, mm. regardless of what industry you work in, whether it be tech industry, whether you are in mining. Biasness is not something that um, we can run run away from. Remember, as women coming into the industry, we are disrupting what society would consider normal, mm. you know. So obviously, it has to be a thing of, you know what, I'm going to do my own thing, mm. you know. And obviously, it's so hard for women to be recognized. So if I'm going to sit here and wait for a man to recognize me or wait to be validated by a mm. man, it's not going to assist me. It's not going to, we are not going to advance in any way. Mm. Like Mom Tandega says, it's up to us to create a space where we can advance women and mm. make the people, or should I say our fellow um, mates, our the men that we work with, mm. make them understand that we are not as a threat or whatever, but we are capable, we are competent. Mm. You know, I like to say that in the workplace, there's no gender. Mm. Regardless of what you do, whether you're a nurse, you you, you might be saying that <laughs> you might be saying that, but men, men would behave differently because they're not used to see you at the table, and so and so. How do you deal with those particular aspects that sexism that 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 sometimes would want to shut your voice out? How do you how do you get past that? Your attitude might be very different, and your attitude says, "I'm here, I've earned it." You know, we're we're living in a different world, and and take note. And, and here I am. When, when, when that culture might be very different. The proof is in the pudding. Look at my work. Mm. You know, look at what I do. I'm competent. Like mom, 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 what do you call it? Mom Tandega would mm. say, I'm competent. Mm. I can do the work. You know, I'm not just 
um, speaking or I'm not just, you know, trying to make noise, but you look at my track record, you mm. look at um, what women are trying to do in the industry. Our work speaks for us. Mm. And that's more than enough because even as a man, you know, your work speaks for you. Mm. Um, yes, construction is a male dominated industry, but simply because of the work speaks for them, you know, mm. um, it's not. It's it's really not as difficult as people make it seem. Mm. If you're competent, then you can do it. Mm. You know, you you know, Tandeka. I I sometimes when I when I look at construction and engineering, and 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 you know, one one has to unfortunately do a conversation like this. One 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 hoped that one didn't have to actually do a conversation like this because you would just want the normality to be there. But unfortunately, we do, and here we are. And and this is you know South Africa, and you know we we talk about only eleven eleven percent, or you know eleven between ranging between eleven and fourteen percent of of the total workforce of women in the industry. That's a small number when you consider that women are actually in the majority in this particular culture in, in this particular country but that but that is a historical context when you when you get to training finance networking and 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 gaining access to contracts and those kind of things um, is 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 it still you know a, a problem in essence to to be doing that yes of course Matapello says my work talks you know and talks for me and look at my work but but when you when you need to be you know in competitive spaces with with other players and those players are men do contracts come easy or do you have to fight that 10 times harder even to get those we we certainly have to fight 10 times harder at Denzel, you know mm. um it, it's unfortunate that um you know men still see us as people that are not um you know uh, worth negotiating with uh, or worth uh, doing business with Mm. Um, you know, you still get men that still believe that a, a woman's face is in the kitchen. And um, because of all of these challenges we experience uh, on, on, a, on a daily basis, mm. um, I mean, if you look at the CIDB, um, uh, the, 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 the percentages of uh, women-owned uh, construction entities, mm. um, they're quite high, which is like 48% mm. uh, mm. compared to before. But as you know, but the disheartening factor of that 48% is that mm. less than 10% of those are, 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 are companies that are CIDB level, you know, one to four, mm. which is very disheartening, which means that those females are not uh, participating in high value contracts. Mm. And it means that we still have a very long way to go. Um, you know, hence with Bogoto building, we made sure that the structure of the actual company is very, you know, uh, focused on females. And we're very unapologetic about that. Mm. Um, I mean, with our recruitment process, we make sure that we prioritize female uh, um, uh, 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 skills. Mm. So even with our recruitment, we make sure that we prioritize females over and above the men. Mm. And um, we've got the procured for... Deliberate, deliberately so. Mm. Very deliberate and very unapologetic. Mm. Um, we've got the Procured from Women uh, initiative where we procure our goods and services from female-owned entities. Uh, we've got the Skills Development Program uh, where we, we try and upskill, you know, uh, the uh, ladies of whichever local area we're working in. Mm. Um, we try and upskill them and make sure that they get CETA accreditation. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we're very deliberate in making sure that 
our girl children don't see the industry as something that is intimidating or an industry that is not, um, you know, uh, it's not achievable to be able to participate in. So we need to, you know, uh, sort Mm. of galvanize them and make sure that they they form part of um, the sector. Mm. Matapelo, back to you. I, you know, young young women out there listening to someone like yourself, um, who's confident in in your space, confident in those construction shoes. And I saw the high hills, so you know, <laughs> that, that absolutely no construction shoes there. But but you you're absolutely confident in your space, confident with who you are, confident in your voice. Just just take me through a journey of how you wanted to do this so that somebody who's listening to you right now and who's sitting and going, I could be Matapello. Um, and and regardless of the hurdles, you know, the hurdles will be there. But but but, you know, just the decision of yours to begin a journey in construction? How do you even begin to make it when others are doing something else? And then you say, you, you're that fish that says, I'm going to swim this way. You know, I'm that guy, you know, how, how, what, just take us through that little mindset journey of yours. I mean, you know, coming into construction, obviously, you know, I, I had questions of my own. I had doubts of my own, but I had to sit down with myself and understand what I truly want and what I truly wanted to do and mm. where I was going, you mm. know. And like you said, the hurdles will be there, mm. but it's up to me to look over and, over and above that, you know. Mm. Um, focus more on, on the goal that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to reach. And I wasn't going to allow fear or... You know, um, mm. what should I? Fear is not really the right word, but I wasn't mm. going to allow self doubt to get into the way of mm. what I was trying to do. The first thing is you need to understand why you're doing this mm. and where you are going with when, this. When did you make the decision? Where, where in the in the scholastic you know space did you make the decision that I'm going to do this? I'm going to be in construction. Where in that space do you make that? I think. I came into construction about five, six years ago. Yeah. And I remember coming into the industry, I really sat down and asked myself because I was working in communications which was something mm. completely different to construction. And I had to sit down and ask myself that, okay, now making this decision, what are we doing? You know? Mm. And first I saw a gap. Mm. I saw an opportunity, not just for um, young people, but for young females. Mm. And I understood that in terms of entrepreneurship and business across board, there was a very big gap. And I saw myself as somebody that could come in and fill that position, you know. Mm. And I made the decision that I'm going to be a businesswoman, you know. Um, I'm going to take up space for young black females like myself Mm. um, to have a voice and let them be heard and let them be seen, Mm. In the business, especially within construction, more especially road construction, which is with, um, the industry that I work in. Mm. I came in and I saw that we were not being recognized as women, you know, and um, we don't particip- participate in high value contracts. Like Mam Tandega saying, you have mm. to negotiate extra hard. You need to, you know, put in the extra hours. But I wanted to be that voice for people to say it's possible and it can be done. Sure. Tandeka, government. You know, do, do you see government as a, you know, somebody who is, well, government is a player in, in, in this regard in any way. 
but but could government be doing so much more? Uh, and and I'm not just talking about in an educational way, you know, whereby government through you know communications puts out things out there that says mm-hmm. you know it's an industry where women should be more engaged with. Well, you know, mm-hmm. gov- government is a serious player in 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 construction and engineering. What what more could they do? What let me rather say, what should they be doing? Um, you know, I feel that they they have been trying their best, um, you know, to ensure that, uh, you know, females um, uh, participate in mm. the sector. Um, in particular, you know, our former uh, minister, Minister Linda Wetsisulu, she was, you know, a champion for, you know, uh, females uh, mm. within construction. Um, but, uh, you know, I always say that we cannot always rely on government or expect government to do things on our behalf. Mm. Hence, we need to be the change that we want to see within ourselves. Mm. We need to instill those changes within our own entity. And I think Matapelo says that so, so perfectly, like, you know, you've got to make those choices. Absolutely, mm. absolutely. So in order for us to see any tangible, you know, um, uh, uh, progress, we need to instill those changes within our own spaces. Um, we cannot always, you know, run and, and blame the government for everything. Mm. You know, they are trying their best, um, although, you know, uh, some of the systems as to how they actually, you know, uh, ensure female participation, they are, you know, um, still to be debated. Mm. And they still need to uh, be worked on in, in a major way. Um, I think we also need more like forums um, that would be easily accessible. You know, mm-hmm. um, I always say accessibility is very important uh, because when you look at our young people, most of them are on social networks um, and government still has the thing of doing the adverts and, 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 and communicating through the newspaper. Mm. Um, when you look at a business owner in the in the township that is still trying to make it, mm. um, do they even have that money to you know to 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 buy that newspaper? But normally they would have the you know the the the, the means to uh, get onto uh, social network platforms and to be able to get that information. So mm. certain things really need to be revisited. Mm. Back to the studio there to Matapello, black woman uh, versus, you know, everything out there in the world um, and and uh, taking up that particular space. Do, did you did you find that that was was something that you needed to deal with as well? Because, you know, in the historical context of South Africa, um, it's unfortunate you can't you can't walk away from it. But as a black woman wanting to wanting to engage in this particular sector, were there people who in the beginning would have frowned upon that, looked at it and said, you know, um, um, maybe, maybe something else for you. But, but as a black woman, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely impressed. I'm, 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 I love the positivity. I, I love the voice and I like, I like the, 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 the position that you've taken that I will be at the table. But as a black woman, uh, there's there's always a hurdle. You're always men, black men come first and then black women and then black men do that first. And then so every time an industry opens, it opens to black men first before black women enter it. Is that how you felt it as well? Um, I think 
I love being black. That's the mm. first thing. Um, I embrace it so much. So yeah, who doesn't want to be black in the new <laughs> South Africa, right? I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, how? <laughs> so even coming into the industry, I never saw that as an obstacle. I mm. never, well, let me not say I never saw that as an obstacle, but I never let it be a challenge because mm. Mm. regardless of where I chose to be, that is obviously going to always be at the back of my mind. Mm. So I cannot let that be one of my hurdles or one of my challenges amongst mm. the many challenges that I'm faced with. I'd like to think there's so much more that I'm faced with besides mm. the fact. Let's talk about some of those challenges that, that you are faced with on a day-to-day basis. Recognition. You know, mm. I, I, I cry about that all the time is mm. that like as women, we are not recognized enough. I'm not expecting a star on my forehead every time mm. I, you know, do something or I do my job. You know, I always say like, I, I'm not going to praise you for doing your job, mm. but like, I feel like there isn't fair recognition for women in the industry and because of that we find ourselves always um having to take the back seat or um always having to you know fight harder to be seen you mm, know mm. to put ourselves in platforms like this to be heard and for other women to understand and not to shy away i mean there's so many women that um i work with you know and and i'm like you're so great at what you do why are you shying away and it's like no the industry's hard mm. you know we're not being let in no you you cannot let anything be a hurdle because even men coming into the industry there are challenges that they face of their own mm. but they don't let that be a hurdle but and they face lesser challenges they do, they do, mm. but you also need, you can't be oblivious to what is going on in the industry. You can't mm. be oblivious to the society that we live in. Coming into construction, you are disrupting a society, you know. Mm. Society says go to school, study, get married and be a, become a teacher or become a nurse, you know. Mm. You, need to, you need to understand, if you disrupt any system, you know, there's going to be tension, there's going to be uncertainty, there's going to be confusion, you know, mm-hmm. coming into a, into a workplace and you're a woman and, you know, you're speaking jargon and they're just like, where is this coming from, you know? Um, you can't let that be a challenge. You need to focus ahead on the goal that you've set, your, set for yourself, the vision that you're trying to achieve, you mm. know? And, 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 and pulling other young women up into the space, you know, how, how, do, how do you do that? Because, you know, people would see you People would hear you. And Lethle, when you walked in, was like, oh, you know, I remember her. She's so beautiful. She's so stunning. She's so awesome. You know, she, she's doing things for herself. But other black women need to be doing things, too, for themselves. So how, how do you, apart from being a role model of some sorts for those particular people, how do you engage them to, to begin to lift them up as well? Because... From where I'm sitting, you'd be involved in a day-to-day space where you are engaged in whatever, you know, you need to do. But there's that other element whereby you've got to bring people into the system and they need to be women. How do you do that? You know, um, I always say start where you are, mm. right? Um right from where you are, right from the ground, from the lady waving a flag in the street Mm. to your safety officer, to your engineer. Those are spaces for you to create opportunities for women, provide for fair career advancement for women within the workplace. Like Mm. Mam Tandega is saying, skills development, you know, Mm. we provide opportunities where we would deliberately choose women, you Mm. know, Mm. um, Sometimes it's honestly not based based on who can do the work better or but the competency, you know, if I can see that you're competent and you can do the job, I am definitely going to prefer you to provide mm. for fair career advancement for women within our industry, you know. Mm. Um how should I put it? We there's a program that we're running um mm. where we provide sort of like some sort of training for women um from 
obviously looking into the society that we live in struggling to go to school struggling Mm. to you know find finances to advance yourself we provide a program where we train women from the ground right to writing down whatever needs to be written down Mm. and by the time we leave a certain community or we leave a certain project we've made an impact you know we are creating value within our space Mm. specifically for women and hoping that you know the people that we leave behind will take on the baton and continue Mm. within the space that we left Tandeka does the space look good you know, you, you, you're working in it. Does, do, you, do, you, do you work with positivity around, you know, the fact that more women, even, even though it's small numbers at this, particular, at this particular time, that more women are joining, more women are interested, more women, you know, want to be, gay, want to be engaged in engineering and construction and, 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 and more women are feeling that they, you know, even though sometimes they locked out, they, they're going to break down that door. Are you positive about, you know, the future of women in construction? Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. I'm very, very positive about it. Um, you know, when you look at the industry years ago, it used to be quite taboo to mm. actually see a woman on site. Um, it was never, you know, something that is um, uh, that was, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 normal uh, to see. Mm. But now um, there is a huge, significant uh, uh, um, um, advancement uh, when mm. it comes to that. Mm. Um, you know, it's great to see a lot of uh, skilled uh, females coming up, um, mm. and you know. Uh, to actually see, you know, a, a female uh, engineer on site, to mm. see, you know, a, a female foreman. What's, what, what, Tandeka, what do you think is bringing around that, that particular mindset change? What, what, what's driving that, where, where women are beginning to see themselves in, in construction? What's, what's in the main that's driving that? You know, a lot of, a lot of women have gone before, you know, uh, uh, a certain group of women. So there are those people who will lead in those particular spaces, who will engage in those particular spaces, and they're always seen as role models. But at some point, you know, young, other young women would engage differently with a particular sector. What do you think is beginning to drive more women into the sector? The, the one, if, if, if you just need to give me one, that one driving aspect of, of what's driving women into, into construction. What I've noticed is that, you know, the, the, the newer generation are very brave, mm. extremely brave. They're not afraid to take on challenges. Um, they're not afraid uh, to enter into unknown territory. Um, you know, we, I've seen that they, the, the way they think um, mm. is very different to, you know, um, the, 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 the generation from uh, before. Mm. Um, so I've seen that, you know, they are the, the, the new generation, a group of people, uh, young people that are really geared up um, that are not afraid uh, to try out new things and to try out um, uh, um, sectors that are predominantly known as uh, to be male uh, industry. Sure. Um, so it is quite, you know, um, it, it, it's, it's quite great to see them actually being in the forefront and not being afraid because you find that before we used to um, get into the industry but very afraid mm. and uh, quite afraid to be in the forefront and being out there and speaking our mind. Uh, but with the newer generation, they actually want to to be out there to get the information, mm. 
they they want they actually and what the the nicest part about all of this is that they're not afraid to get their hands dirty. Mm-hmm. So you know um, they are willing to put in the work to actually sure. get to the to, yeah to 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 the level that they want to get sure. to. Sure, Matunjwa and Dandi, Matunjwa. Sure, I want to say big up to the ladies. Mm-hmm. And I want to know one thing here. Mm. Who said there is a, the, this job is for women, this job is for men? Because you know, Denzel, mm. if, you, if wherever there is a woman, you can you see and you can see, that thing becomes real. Matunjwa and Dandi, I'm going to leave you there, Chief. It's 11 o'clock, but I'm going to t- put one question to you, Matapelo. Um, most of my bosses in the industry, not maybe here, given them curry is not, but most of my bosses as I was growing up were women. And Pumzile Mlambunguka was, was my boss as well. I was, I was her spokesperson. And, and for some other reason, I felt women you know, change the world much better than men would ever change the world. And my experience is is that. And, and, and Pumzile, you know, taught me something about, you know, educating the girl child and getting the girl child into those particular spaces that, you know, people, people occupy today. So, so yeah, you know, uh, maybe women, you know, do these things better, like Matunjo is saying, than, than the men do. I can fully agree. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to disagree. 150%. You know, mm. take it back to where women come from. Ancient, mm. ancient, ancient. A woman has always been made to nurture. Mm. You know, um, like the caller said, when you give a woman something, mm. it always works out. 80% yeah. of the time. I'm not speaking for my people, mm. but 80% of the time because we're made to nurture. And what does it mean to nurture? To grow something, to bring life into something, to bring mm. sustainability mm. within something. And I think even coming into the construction industry, you know, um, I come in as a woman trying to nurture the industry, trying to grow the industry. Mm. I'm trying to trying to create sustainability for other women trying to come into the industry. I don't want um, other young people coming into the industry to struggle like we did or, mm. you know, to have to fight to have to fight as hard as we did because we've nurtured and we've paid the way for, for other women coming behind us. Matapela, mm. I'm going to say thank you so much for joining me here on Power Perspective <laughs> thank you very tonight. Thank Tandeka, me. thank you so much uh, for coming thank on to the show much. tonight. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Denzel. Thank you. Absolutely. That's Tandek, of course, talking to us here. And in studio, Matapelo in the orange outfit. Is that orange? Yeah. What is what is that? Neon. Neon ne- orange. Yes. Yeah, neon orange. You, you couldn't have chosen a brighter colour, I must tell you that. <laughs> you know, you couldn't have chosen a brighter colour. It's been an absolute pleasure. <laughs> Thank and, you and, very and, much. And, and, I, and I think one day we need to have a conversation about the industry as such, and not maybe women in the industry. Definitely. And that's maybe the next conversation we need to Definitely. have. Because even even myself in this day and age feel uncomfortable with having a conversation about women in the industry. I think we passed that. I really do think. And I feel like, you know, just to close it off, mm. we need to come to a point where women need to stop justifying themselves. I feel like we are put in positions where we constantly need to validate ourselves. And it's mm. not fair, you know. We've been liberated across so many things mm. why do we constantly need to validate ourselves you know why do i 
always need to, you know, feel like I need to wear a bright color mm. to be seen or, mm. you know, to be have more energy to, in order to be validated. I think we really need to move away from that because Absolutely. it's our time. I agree with you. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.